What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Wednesday, September 22nd, 2001. I am your host, Jeremy Ritz here, welcoming you to another edition, another episode, episode number 104 of the study session. 104, rolling along here. Happy that you're joining me here today, that you're spending some time with me on this hump day, this Wednesday morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you may be. And I want to express my gratitude to you for being a listener of the study session, listener of the Still Study podcast, reading my work, sharing it with your family and friends. It means the world to me. Loving what I'm doing here and loving the interaction that I'm having with all of you. So thank you. Thank you for being a supporter. And you know what? I hope you're having a phenomenal week. We are at the midpoint here. And I hope you have a great, wonderful, tremendous Wednesday and a spectacular finish to your week and a restful weekend. Big game coming up for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals at 1 o'clock on Sunday at Heinz Field. Coming off a devastating loss. I'll call it devastating because I was fully anticipating and expecting the Steelers to win. But the loss to the hands of the Las Vegas Raiders knocking them down to one and one following that big win they had against Buffalo. And now they're trying to regroup and navigate a young developing offensive line, subpar quarterback play, and a plethora of injuries on the defensive side of the football. And on Tuesday, we got to hear from head coach Mike Tomlin in his weekly press conference hear him provide an update in terms of injuries, and man, it's a big list, and it's groin central. The groins continue to be a pain in the groin. So TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Devin Bush, and Joe Hayden all with groins, the four Gs. Not sure what their status will be this Sunday against the Bengals, but they are still battling against injuries there. Deontay Johnson had that scary knee injury at the end of the game. It turns out that it's not season ending, but he's probably going to be out for a period of time. We don't know what the extent of that is, but more than likely he misses the contest on Sunday and you have to wonder if there will be a roster move made to bring up another receiver and then probably the biggest name on the injury report Ben Roethlisberger has a pec injury yes a pectoral muscle injury he's got a painful pec and He's going to be limited throughout the week, but he should be able to go this weekend. Should. In the past, we've seen Roethlisberger play through the pain and come out and have big games. We'll have to see how this injury challenges him. Good thing it's not on the throwing side of his body. But um, can you imagine if he doesn't play on Sunday and Mason Rudolph gets the start? Man, that would be insane. But monitoring Roethlisberger's health over these next couple of days 
will be important just to see what we can expect. And I hate to keep harping on the same things here, but going into this weekend's contest against the Bengals, this week of practice, I don't know how else to say it without being redundant, but the running game has to be prioritized. And there have to be more than 10 carries for Najee Harris. And Benny Snell shouldn't even sniff the football. Give Kalen Balaj a chance in there. We've seen what Snell can do. But again, more importantly, let Najee get a full full hand of carries on Sunday. Give him 25 to 30 carries. What can you expect him to accomplish in 10 runs? How are you going to put the defense on their heels with 10 runs and open up things in the passing game? And I'm not saying that there has been a lot of space in terms of running lanes, but how the heck do you know when you only have 10 carries? Give him a chance. Let him get hot. He had two 14-yard runs. I know he got blown up in the backfield a few times, but as this offensive line learns and grows and gels as a unit, in theory, more space should be created. But you're not going to know what you have unless you have something to truly assess. How can you really draw valid conclusions from so few carries? You can't. Again, it feels like a repeat of last season in terms of the focal point being throwing the football in that short passing game. And then Roethlisberger's not attacking the middle of the field, so they're playing that single high safety defense. They're trying to take everything away on the perimeter. There's no threat of the run. You have to commit to the running game this weekend. Have to. It's a non-negotiable. Ten carries will not be acceptable. If we're back next week and we're talking about how the Steelers only carry the football, Steelers running backs carry the football, 10 to 15 times, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem to me in the sense that there's a need, there's an area for improvement, but the steps aren't being taken to address it. And your argument might be, well, you've got to throw if the run's not working. Well, you're not, again, you're not going to know with 10, 11, 12, 13 carries. You're not going to know. What I can tell you is if you keep throwing the football down the field 40-plus times with a 39-year-old quarterback who won't attack the middle of the field and who's shown some hesitancy these first two weeks, you're going to create potential for turnovers and interceptions and fumbles. And with that line that's not great at protecting, at least not yet, it's a risk. Run the football. Run the football. Run the football. I can't say it enough. Run the ball. And I'm off my soapbox. I'm done being redundant, but that has to happen. Defensively, the number of injuries that this team is battling right now, Watt, Highsmith, Bush, Hayden, Alulu out for the season. Carlos Davis is hurt. It's a lot for this team to overcome. 
And yeah, the Bengals are coming into town with a below average offensive line. But the Steelers' defensive unit is not going to be at full strength. So while the hope is they could take advantage of the offensive line of the Bengals, who knows if they're going to? It could be Melvin Ingram and Jameer Jones attacking from the outside. Also on Tuesday of note, Taco Charlton defensive end outside linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys was signed to the Steelers practice squads squad. I can't see him getting called up this quickly. It's too soon, but his signing might be indicative that they, one of those injuries to either water Highsmith is maybe a little more significant than what they anticipated. I hope not, but anyway, can, What's your confidence level in Jameer Jones taking advantage of the Bengals' offensive line and getting sacks, getting pressure on Joe Burrow? I've got confidence in Melvin Ingram, but what do you think they're going to do to him? They're going to double him. And if Burrow has got time to throw back there, he's got some decent receivers. Ugh. I don't want to say that I have that same feeling that I had last week after that Raiders contest. I'm not trying to be the downer, but man, I hope they get some of those guys healthy. They need to have at least Highsmith or at least Watt get healthy and at least get some snaps. Man. And that's the beauty of the NFL season. Your team is always going to have challenges and obstacles in front of it and early on the Steelers have some challenges and obstacles in front of them how do they navigate and handle this adversity it's the standard is the standard the next man up as Tomlin always says well that's going to be put to test this Sunday with all of those injuries because in all likelihood maybe you get one or two of those players back but why would you rush starters back this early in the season now you could make the argument that it is AFC North football you got to get those divisional wins and that's true but the coaching staff is probably thinking they're able to get it done with their depth big contest this is a big big contest this weekend I'm not saying it's a must win game but man You can't drop two straight contests in the AFC. You can't start owning one in the North. I might have to reconsider and rethink. Maybe it is a must-win game. And we're going to need to see guys step up on that defensive side of the football because of those injuries. We're going to have to see some of these young guys elevate and take their play to the next level to overcome for those players that are missing, those veterans. And it's time. And in every season, if your team is going to be excellent, if they're going to be great, you need guys to ascend and take the next step in their development. Who could that player be on the defense? Is it James Pierre? Will it be Jameer Jones? 
Who can step up? Who can elevate? And the same thing for that offensive line. Can they get better? Can they improve? Will they make a commitment to the running game? Can Najee hit 100 yards? All these things we're going to need to be paying attention to this weekend, hoping for, wishing for, so that the Steelers don't start one and two. And studying, 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 studying. Again, thank you so much for listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It means the world to me. You're my peeps. Love you guys. Whatever I could do to help you, you let me know. Drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com. I'd love to get your question on the show. I'd love to have you on a show. You want to come on a study session or the Still Study podcast? Let me know. We'll make it happen. You can connect with me via Twitter at Still Study. And I want you to remember this as you go about your Wednesday. Listen, you're going to have an amazing day and an amazing rest of your week. I could just see it for you. I know that. I could see it. I'm wishing you a great day. And let's get this win against the Bengals on Sunday. And if all else fails, just remember this. Seven Super Seven. Oh my gosh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I was about to say seven Super Bowl titles. Six Super Bowl titles. Life is good in the black and gold. Peace, my studyings. Make it a great day. Love you guys. See you back here tomorrow on the study session. Out.